this fucking guy. Guess what? Guess what your uh, username on Squadcast says. Yeah, I see that. Uh, I Discreet phone blocker. I don't. You yeah, because you're so small and sneaky. I am very discreet. Not as not as sneaky as me. Yeah, listeners. Uh, so last weekend, uh, I was just texting Carmen like it was no big old deal on Friday. Just like, oh, what are you doing? Oh, working from home. What are you doing? Well, maybe this weekend we should talk about the podcast and like talk about some social stuff. Blah blah blah. I was flying with my arms. I know you were on an airplane. Yes, going to the most haunted airport of all time. Oh, yeah, DIA is fucking weird. Listeners, you don't know about the men. Yeah, do a little goop. There's a whole Wikipedia page about it. Um, I kind of want to do a a cover on the guy who built the statue. They have all these signs that are like construction or underground tunnels. You be the judge. And it's like obviously underground tunnels. Like we know what you're up to. Yeah. Seventy degrees, Ramsey. Uh, 
and then 20. Yeah. Like, yes. It was pretty unreal. Um, Logic? Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's like I was telling you how like because Florida is hot and the humidity causes people to go crazy. Kind of the same thing, but yeah. Um, and let's see, Carmen and I were gonna record together while we were, well, I surprised her, and then we didn't, because we had so many snugs. No. Which is it, so, it's so good. Yeah, I lost so many monies, uh, but, but get this, Kyle won. Four hundred dollars. So many monies. Losers. This happens every fucking time. I want to go through this. Yeah, we lost in like thirty I minutes. Very quickly. Uh, we lost. We lost half of what we even, put in by the time we got breaks. Yeah, but the time waitress came around, we would have had retail. Uh, and then he had, he had ten dollars left. And, with more money. and then suddenly was like, Oh, I just won a hundred and thirty dollars. And then we were like, obviously go back to that magical machine. And then he won four hundred something dollars and it was infuriating. It's not even, it's infuriating because it's not even like he's playing with a card game that takes skill or knowledge. He's literally just picking a fucking machine it, and he makes money. Whales. I don't understand it. It's infuriating. So my, my grandfather, yeah, it was this guy from Wales. So my grandfather uh, told him uh, when we took her to the casinos back home here as it was in Mississippi. Uh, I'm talking to you. Yeah, 
they were like, thank you so much for that. Yeah. Mm. It was great. Nom, 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 nom. That was delicious. And yeah. Just, like, but, um, hey, I had a great time. So much. It was so fun. I know. It was so fun. I know. It was so fun. She succeeded. She fused her body to me. Yes. So hard. It was wonderful. Yeah, she wants to, she loves so much that she just wants to just get up in there aggressively. to share some of those behind the scenes to the Instagram. Uh, and speaking of Instagram, segues. Okay, so two things. This is just a general social media situation update. So we've been trying to do some ads, but because there's fuck in our name and because the internet is full of prudes, uh, we can't get ads approved, so <laughs> it's, it's super fun when all yeah. of have uh, of that not approved, and you just try over some um, So because of that, we are going to be changing some of our handles. This is still this fucking guy podcast, but we might have to do a little creative problem solving um, so that we can get the word out to more people. Uh, so just don't freak out when it happens, all three of you. Yeah. Yeah, us, hit us on those emails. Uh, that would be dope. Um, and then we were doing a little giveaway. Hey, we got Yay. a shirt. shirt. We have <laughs> shirts. We have a shirt for those We have a shirt for So our winner from, we will we'll announce it on Instagram too, but our winner is Cinder Riley. <laughs> So, Riley, you get a shirt that's got Lordy B on it, designed by Carmen Harbour herself. You get a pin that says humans are idiots from this awesome editor. That's true. And you get to pick the theme of an episode. Now, the only regulations I will say is your theme has to have some sort of topic that will allow us to pick at least two different people to do stories on. Sure. So if you're yeah. in history, uh, I don't know. I, I die. 
if you wanted to take all yeah, things like that. Uh, if you, uh, maybe your theme wants to be cake, and we find some crazy-ass bakers. I don't know. That's up oh. to you. So. Goddamn winner. Yeah, pitter patter. Let's get at her. Uh, this is perfect time for the uh, TFG recommendation area. Oh, I don't know what that was. Um, did you like it? Um, okay. So so I got Carmen to start watching Letter Kenny, which is on Hulu. It's a Canadian show. It is so weird and hilarious. The closest thing I can yeah, say it, that is like is sunny. It's 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 the closest relationship is to always sunny in Philadelphia. However, it is yeah, it's a little bit sunny. It's a little bit uh, like a dash of Shit's Creek and then kind of some Flight of the Concord, but in Canada. It's got weird and wonderful. Um, and then Carmen finished My Dad Wrote a Porno. So sad to have no baby and Jason Alice. You might have been their fastest listener of all time. I've been listening to it all day, every day. Like, I think we need to tell them how quickly you listened to it. You you kind of did. Because the last time we recorded, you were only like halfway through. It's just so wonderful. Genius. And Rocky Crystal, I massively greatly just love it and I'm hating him. I still don't entirely know how I feel. Um, uh, I don't have a final love. Or hate it. It's perplexing. It's like an enigma wrapped in a puzzle. There's just, there's so much that doesn't make sense. several children um, and who is an adult human has such little grasp of the human body and sex. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's true. Yeah. yeah. Have you watched the HBO special yet? Okay, that's the one thing. That I have not. That is the one piece of media that I have to watch. I am aware that I haven't gotten on for yet. It's so cute to see them like together. I love them so much. Oh, I love them. No, Alice. Oh, damn it. We just can mess with them. Guys, this is an official. We'll take James. Um, I only have one of you. Yeah, I love all three of you. Jamie, Alice, James, but yeah, we'll take James. Um, Because. Because it's not like he has a lot to offer you guys anyway, so. So he can just 
Or we can share custody. We'll talk about it. He's perfect. That's right. We can have two trios. It would. It would. It would bring a lot of green energy. And a lot of wheezing. A lot of fun for it. So, what? Um, 
The investigation showed that the fire started with uh, polyurethane products, usually found in bedding, which they the reason that they're so flammable is they combust really quickly and then catch everything else around them on fire. So, correct. But this is but this is also like the eighties, so like. Eighties pills, you know, oh, that had like, like really pills. shitty fatting and stuff, you know, okay. stuff like that. Yeah, essentially. Um, so, okay, so all of these arsons, like every time there was an arson fire, and someone would be like, "Oh, we think there was like an electrical fire, or like just something like." you know, spontaneously combusted or whatever, John would be one of the first people to show up and somehow always found the evidence that it was arson. So, oh my god, he's so good at fire. Yeah, everyone was like, wow, he got here really fast. Like, he was like, oh, I don't know, some area. (laughs) And nobody blinked an eye. And then he would just... Right, and then he would just, like, stumble upon, like, oh, this looks like a weird incendiary device that's probably definitely arson, because I put it there before the fire happened. Oh. He just, like, around the corner, like, yeah. and you're like, oh, I'm so glad you're here. And then it all started. That type of thing will get a man fired. Get out. Like, you're done. You're done. You couldn't have, you couldn't have waited. Seems like he was hot for get those crimes. Out. Get out. I'm editing that out. You're interrupting my podcast. Yes. Goodbye. Get out. Oh, 
fucking job. This goes to the top. This is a conspiracy. This also is, this like, fairly common for uh, arsonists to be in, either to be volunteer firefighters or to be in fire departments. Right? Which is the same thing. So, okay, so during and after the convention, there were several arson fires set nearby. Um, and <laughs> so, yeah, they're like, they're like, so at one of the fires, uh, there was um, a notebook or part of a notebook that was found um, that was part of a time delay incendiary device, which I'm not quite sure. I don't know if it was like like notebook that was like attached to something that you would start burning the notebook and then it would get to this other part. I don't know, like a, like a Rube Goldberg machine or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but they found, um, the, the investigators that went to this scene, um, they found an unmatched fingerprint, partial fingerprint on the notebook that somehow didn't burn up in flames. So, uh, Captain Marvin Casey of the Bakersfield Fire Department was like, it's really weird that all these arson investigators were here, and this is exactly when the fires happened. And so he just immediately had a hunch that the arsonist was an arson investigator from Los Angeles. I mean, right? A I mean, have you ever been to an arson investigation conference? I'm not, I'm not uh, an arson investigator. I have a special team. Right. It just seems like connect the dots yeah. here. Um, so then in March 1989, now this is two years apart, but in between all of this, there were like hundreds of arson fires throughout California. Um, so there was another conference in Pacific Grove and uh, a bunch of arsons happened at that time too. And so what does our Captain Casey do? He takes a list of the conference attendees from the one in Fresno and a list from the ones in Pacific Grove and cross-reference them, basic police work, and came up with a short list of suspects. And John Orr was on that list. But a fingerprint that was recovered at the scene didn't match. Didn't match. So he got done got us. So so then um, the next year, so then in 1990 and 1991, there were a series of arsons that broke out in Los Angeles and uh, thus formed the Pillow Pyromaniac Task Force. I don't think so. I think it was just the task force. Uh, So because there were so many arsons that popped up that they were like, we've got to catch this guy. Like, this is clearly the same person. It's the same MO. 
like, it's really bizarre and we need to figure out what's going on. So in March 1991, uh, a man named Tom Campuzano of the LA, God, I did it, of the LA Artisan Task Force circulated a flyer that described the MO um, and had a little more information about these fires. And Scott Baker from the California State Fire Marshal's Office told Camposano about the investigation that uh, Casey from Bakersfield had started. And um, so they met and had like a little powwow. And um, they were like, hey, it's been two years, like, or several years, and we have better technology now. Let's run those prints again. So on April 17, 1991, the recovered print from that fire in Bakersfield matched John Leonard Orr's fingerprints. So they're like, they're like, we got oh, it. Oh, we're not over. It's not done. So he was investigated for like months. They had tails on him. They put tracking devices on his car, which he found. It was crazy. Uh, they finally arrested him on December 4th, 1991. And in 1992, he was convicted on only three counts of arson and sentenced to 30 years in prison. Um, he continued to maintain his innocence, but then he took a guilty plea a year later on March 24th, 1993 to three more counts of arson. And then in June 1998, a jury convicted him of four counts of first-degree murder from the 1984 hardware store fire with special circumstances in a 25-count indictment. He was then sentenced yeah, he was sentenced to additional yes. life plus 20 years in prison without the possibility of parole. So, it was believed that John Leonard or the Pillow Pyro set nearly 2,000 fires between 1984 and 1991. How do you have the time? How? That is so many fires, Carmen. It's so many. He had a full-time job as an arson investigator and had time to set 2,000 fires. Oh, and he had a whole ass family. How do you do it? Wow. Thank you. And not only, not only did he set these fires, Carmen, he would sit and watch them. And then he would, like, show up and be like, this looks like an arson. I, I mean, I guess, like, in the 80s and the early 90s, like, what else did you have to do? But, but like, honestly, honestly, 2,000 fires. So, um... Yeah, it's uh, it's one too many. many. Uh, it's so many, so impressive. Right, like just get a fire pit in your backyard. Like what? 
it was horrible to think that's exactly what he was doing, watching something burn and then doing these horrible sexual things. Yeah, and that is this fucking guy, the pillow pyromaniac, John Leonard Orr. I really thought that you were going to tell me. Oh my god, could you imagine? Could you imagine? I think he, I think he's still alive and still in prison. Uh, Probably. I mean, no. Yeah, let's see if he's still. Yep, he is still alive. He's 70 years old, uh, and he is in the California State Prison. Yeah, so the moral of this story is don't trust anyone. Yeah, don't trust people who... Also, just don't set shit on fire. Like, if you want to light things on fire, get a fireplace. Get a little, uh, what's it called? Chiminea to put in your backyard. Go, Go volunteer at the fire department and see some fire. Yeah, like you don't need to do all that. Come on. And like, if you want a cool nickname, don't do crime. Like, you don't have to do crimes to get a cool nickname. It's fine. So. That's that. I'm excited for your story. Okay. I'm going to tell you about the gay danger behind America's <gasps> first sex symbol. Oh, did you lie to her? God. So, if you're a fan of advertising, art history, where these two things come together, or just the 1920s, which I am a big fan of, Probably seen a very quintessential piece of Americana. It's the, the, the arrow shirt collar man. Arrow shirt collar man. Chisel jaw, pants and scrub, wearing the shit out of a tuxedo. Uh, beautiful black background just really stands out. This gorgeous art deco feel thing around this. Uh, America's first sex symbol came out in 
his younger brother would be born three years after him, because he was Francis. Uh, and then after the family immigrated to America, uh, his mom and dad would have his sister and Mary Augusta. Um, all three lines of slaves for all our children. Um, his older brother Adolf, um, had a lot of artistic talent and eventually would move to, uh, Kansas City and become a stained glass artist. And then, uh, Francis and, uh, J.C. Clone really showed a lot of art at Parker's at very, very young. So in 1882, the family uh, immigrated to Chicago, uh, where uh, Elizabeth's brother was vice president of this uh, brewing company, so that's why they ended up settling there. Um, and uh, like I said, Daisy had like, a lot of artistic talent from really early age, and so he was apprenticed to this engraving company, uh, at the age of 16, and that was where he would produce like, his first commercial work. So he did um, this uh, set of 60 images for an illustrated version of the Bible. Uh, that was like his first commercial work. And yeah, for like a 16-year-old, it was an engraving company. It's crazy. So, um, and he was so good that he ended up advancing to a full-time staff artist as like a teenager. Is it crazy um, that that's that you could do that during that time? Like you can't just yeah. like do that now, like quit school all of a sudden, and then like, yeah, right? And everyone would be like, mm, "No, you got to go to class." <laughs> yeah, so sorry, you have to go to high school. <sighs> uh, go to the biology class. Uh, so he uh, ends up uh, like.
crazy famous. Uh, he, uh, in his 43 years of working with the Saturday Evening Post, he produced 334 covers. Uh, and <sighs> Designed the magazine cover as a holy shit. Uh, yeah, he was prolific. So, then they moved to New York. JC's 26 at the time, Frank's 23, and then they're married. Their sister Mary, I think it's like 20, 19, 20, somewhere around there. They moved to New York, set up shop in Bryant Park Studios, and then like work was just fucking flooding because they're just at the center of everything now. They're able to make relationships with people. Uh, and like they get a ton of men who are quiet. One of them being the Pruitt Peabody yeah. Company is owned Wow. So the Arrow Shirt Collar Man was created in 1905. Uh, JC's image of masculinity of this like dapper, masculine, super chiseled man who defined the fashionable male for the early 19th sex symbols ever in American history. It's said that he received more fan mails as a fictitious more fan mail than Rudolph Valentino. They would get thousands of pieces of fan mail every week for the Arrows and like American girls for the Arrows for an acronym. Thank you. 
talking choices. Like, it just said that she wants to make her just so much attention to detail. Um, and uh, a lot of our customer answers said that it's because A, it was gay, and it was just, and almost every male figure that she painted was based on Charles' mom, and Charles was part of He was his, like, muse. So he had other models that he painted in print too, uh, but Jason and Trump definitely his favorite and really like inspired. Aww. So now it's a few years later, Jason and Frank are still just straight stacking out. And it's on 1914, and Jason and Charles uh, decide to build this 14 room mansion. What? Straight up mansion in New York Oh, wow. Uh, that's why 20 fucking 
doesn't make any sense to me how somebody could paint like that yet have it be so detailed. Uh, so uh, get into it. Uh, give it. Give yourself some time to boobs. Um, I'm sad. That was sad. I know, but also beautiful. Beautiful and sweet and lovely. Also more people need to know about it. Because, like, fuck Bobby yeah. Rockwell, I'm sorry. Nova Rockwell yeah. said that shit for Linebacker. His fucking view of Americana was also in the Linebacker style. The Linebacker is a cooler name. What do you know about Linebacker? Yeah, everyone knows about Nova Rockwell, and you know why that is? Because Nova Rockwell had descendants that he carried on his legacy, and Linebacker was a gay man. He wasn't allowed to have no gay babes. You know the ones. They would have had such a cute baby. I know. And his sister, oh, also crazy. Him and his brother Frank were both gay. And their sister Mary, uh, people think that she was also gay because she was never married and she just like died like living alone. She never married anyone after she moved out of the, the nearest home. She moved into a hotel with her until she died. So the only one of the lines of the kids that had a family was Adolf, the older brother, and they didn't really have much contact. People think because he was approved of JC being gay. Oh, so there's no one to carry out his legacy. What fucking sad? It's sad. Oh. Yeah. If you want to get her standing on behind America's first sex symbol. Amazing. That was really good. That was really good. Um, trying to think. I didn't. I the only weird encounter that we had that I want to discuss mm-hmm. is the lovely people at that sandwich place. Oh my god! Yes. We, what was the name of that place? I don't remember. I don't remember. We went to this, we were driving to some hot springs through the mountains, and we stopped at this little place to get some food. Blue Moon Bakery, it's in Silverthorne, Colorado. Yes, and the two people that were working there that day that we interacted with were so lovely and weird and nice and complimented us and talked to us about dogs and Shakira and like those are the kinds of people that I need to cheer me on on a regular basis. Let's just talk about favorite personal Yeah. There are two giant glass coolers full of treats. Like gigantic treats. Overwhelming amounts of treats. Like and and like cookies the size of your face. Uh, it took everything I had to just treat one thing. It was so yeah, it took me a while. Um, and the most favorite of our breakfast burritos and sweet treats is probably two people at the counter. First off, Caitlin just checking out this beautiful uh, thing, probably bisexual man. I don't know, but he was he was very tall. He had a short haircut with like a, it was a singular dread rat tail situation. And he had like a little uh, magic pouch around his neck filled with mysteries. He does. 
I don't know. No one does. It's no one knows. No, and not us. It's a secret. She was wonderful. She was so nice. I was checking out this lady, and she was just talking to the other person. Just having a good time. And she literally stops before taking out her part and just goes, I don't know what you're to say. What did you say? And she was so attractive. And I was like, I was not looking my best. We were on our way. No, we looked a little rough. We were not work out here. Deserve that. 
No, your job is very important. It is very um, marginally important to the other small. Our jobs are very it's, important. It's so important to a very small group of people. <laughs> like 15 people. Um, so that yes. Okay. Yes. Um, it is. It's very important to a person. Okay, that's the dream. It really is. Give us monies on Patreon um, and follow us on the social meds and don't be alarmed if the handles change because we're trying to get them ads out. Um, yeah, it's going to be, look, it's going to be the same shitty content that we provide to you. Same, the same stuff you get almost every week when I have time. This is a free podcast. It's free. Friendly reminder, we do this for free. Yeah, we do this for free and for fun. And love and friendship. Yes. And love and friendship. Those are the best. Those are our rewards. Okay. That, yes. So until next time, friends. Be your own fucking guy. Be your own fucking guy. Oh, that was good. Bye. Bye.